Welcome to my show, Thoughts, Action, Success. This week, let's talk about your gift to the world. The biggest gift you can give to the world is your authentic self. That truly is the most important job you have on the planet, to be the most authentic version of yourself. Like Eckhart Tolle says, when you realize this, you will be free. Yet it's something that so many of us struggle with all our lives. I remember when I was in primary school that I wanted to be more like the popular girls. I wanted to look like them, act like them, and be interested in the same things as them. I even started copying the way the most popular girl walked and talked. She sat in a particular way with one leg crossed over the other. So I tried to emulate that too, perfecting my technique at home to just get it right. Clearly, I was so desperate to be seen as popular and cool that I was even willing to change my whole self in the process. Throughout my life, I've heard many people say, just be yourself. But I never really grasped the potency of the statement. I had to do a lot more learning and unlearning before I was really ready to embody me and my true essence. I had to first find out who the real me actually was. Starting my own business was an important part of my authenticity learning curve. For the first year or so in my marketing business, I slightly censored myself and presented a version of myself that I thought was appealing. I didn't give away too much out of fear of being rejected and not being accepted. Then I started my coaching and this show, which was way outside my comfort zone. Some of the episodes have been deeply personal and made me feel very vulnerable, but my focus is very much based on the philosophy. All I have to do is be me, share my truth and speak from my heart. Often afterwards, I nurse a serious vulnerability hangover. Have I overshared? Have I revealed too much? What are they going to think of me? Those voices in my head want to prod those old sores. See, I told you mine still pop up. But as I pat her hand and pass her a cup of tea, I realise she is still petrified of being judged, desperate to be liked and craves acceptance from other people. My true self doesn't care. My true self wants to share my stories in order to inspire you into your brilliance. So right now, in this moment, I have one of two choices. I can stop recording my shows or I can take on those voices in my head and say, you will not win. The choice is always mine. Think about this. Being vulnerable makes people lean in. People have liked my Facebook page, signed up to my newsletter, followed me on Instagram because they want to hear from me. And all I have to do is be me. How liberating. No more trying to be something I'm not. This principle has held true for women I've worked with as well. They would come to me struggling with their online business, often spending thousands of dollars trying to get their websites off the ground. But there was no them in what they were doing. I always suggest that they add more of themselves to their websites and products 
whether through photos in their copy, adding personal stories, or just writing more in their own voice. And boom, the same thing would happen. Almost instantly, they'd get more sales, sign-ups, likes, and followers. It happened every time. Why? Because humans are hardwired for connection. We want to feel like someone gets us. We don't want to land on a website and feel like you have a perfect life. People can relate, can't relate to that. They relate to real people and real life situations. This is why being your true self is so important and will trump even the slickest marketing campaign any day. Same goes for things like mothers groups. I've had many clients and friends call me in tears after the latest mother's group catch-up because so-and-so says her baby sleeps all through the night and eats whatever she puts in front of her. Now, maybe that's true, but there's a chance it's not. Be truthful and authentic in each moment and just be you. It's your sacred birthright to be your authentic self. No one wants you to be anything but, so there's no need to portray this perfect life. Being authentic doesn't come easy to someone who's had years and years of conditioning, but it is your birthright. It might take a little work to figure out what your, which of your beliefs are actually your own and what living authentically really means to you. But once you've tuned into your truth, the freedom you'll experience will fill your heart to the brim. Living authentically feels really good, but there is an even more serious reason to embrace your truth. When we don't live truthfully, it's actually hurting us. You see, when we suppress our authenticity, it festers away inside us. It boils under our skin, waiting to be expressed. Your true essence is a desire to live as your full, beautiful self. So don't deny it. Don't play small, dim your light, shrink down or censor yourself, and don't be afraid of the brilliance that lies within you. Are you playing small and shrinking so that others around you don't feel insecure? It's time to stop that right now and let your beautiful, true self, the world needs your shining, radiant essence. When you reveal your authentic self, you expose yourself to ridicule and criticism. It can be really tough, especially if you're not used to it. But remember, everybody has an opinion and there's nothing you can do about it. But the sooner you stop caring what other people think of you, the sooner you will be set free. The first time I got negative feedback, I cried. Actually, the first, second, maybe even the third time that someone gave me negative feedback, I got really upset. Why doesn't this person like me? I didn't do anything to them. All I'm trying to do is to help people, I think. I spent hours worrying about it and trying to figure or out, or what shall I do differently next time so that they like me and my work? But you cannot please everyone. Haters are always going to hate. Eventually I realised my efforts to appease everyone were not only pointless, but they were also keeping me from being my true radiant self. The truth is what other people think of you is none of your business. Allowing yourself myself to let go of that worry and angst was extremely liberating and freed so much energy. After investigating these thoughts 
thoughts further, I have figured out that there are three different types of people who will be attracted to you and the work you're putting out into the world. Number one, raving fans who love you. Number two, people who dislike you. Number three, people who don't care and are neutral. Your job isn't to preach to the people from categories one and two and three. It's to focus on the people in category one, the people who are already serving. These are your tribe. They are the people who want to hear from you. That is where you need to focus your energy and time, not trying to convert the others. To this day, I still get people saying nasty things. Heck, there will be probably people who will say nasty things over this show. But my intention is to not let their words affect me anymore. In fact, I like to energetically send love and light in their direction. I figure that for someone to go to the effort of writing something nasty about another person, they must be in a pretty bad space themselves. So I send them love, wish them peace, and let it go. I also believe that people shouldn't criticise others unless they are in the arena themselves, putting themselves on the line. I'm constantly digging deep, sharing from my heart, being raw, and nursing vulnerability hangovers. It's a very exposed place to be, but I wouldn't have it any other way. If someone who is not out there putting their heart on the line tries to criticise me, someone who truly who doesn't truly understand what it's like and what it takes, then I don't even bother listening. Seriously? Unless you know what it's like to have skin in the game, your opinion is null and void in my eyes. If, on the other hand, if a friend, my family, a customer, or a loyal tribe member gives me feedback, I will listen with an open heart, digest their words, sit with it, and see what it means for me. There are usually some nuggets of wisdom in there, and their feedback does matter to me. When critics strike, Go back to the mirror concept and know that if someone has an issue with you or your work, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Don't take it personally. Let it repel off the shield of white light you have protected yourself with. Don't give them your precious time or energy. Instead, continue to do what is true for you and just be your authentic self. Just be your beautiful, authentic self. Remove yourself from that which is no longer serving you with understanding in your heart. I think it's also very important that women, particularly, set ourselves some healthy boundaries. Our conditioning means we are givers and nurturers. Men are just as naturally giving. However, we ladies are carefully taught to boost that tendency, while little boys are rewarded for being tough and ambitious. This is why women tend to over-deliver, so setting some healthy boundaries is necessary in order to master those voices in your head and become wildly wealthy, fabulously healthy, and bursting with love. Remember, saying yes to others can mean saying no to yourself, and you must always put yourself first. If you aren't overflowing within yourself, you are no good to your children, friends, employer, partner, family, or anyone for that matter. It's time to set some healthy boundaries. Here's how. Number one, get really honest with yourself. What are you doing that isn't really your truth, but you're doing it because you think you should? 
Maybe it's looking over your colleague's report when they ask, even though you're snowed under yourself. Or babysitting your sister's kids, even though you're up to your eyeballs in housework and deadlines. Or agreeing to a dinner date with your girlfriend when you know you really just need a quiet night at home. Doing things for others is nice. And sometimes saying yes to something can bring unexpected joy, but only if it's coming from love and doesn't sacrifice your health and happiness. By all means, be helpful, but do it because you want to, not because you think you should. Number two, lovingly communicate from your heart. Before I got really serious in my business, and life for that matter, it was acceptable for my girlfriends to call me during the day for hour-long chats whenever they felt like it. Now, on the other hand, this is an absolute no-go. One girlfriend in particular really struggled to get ahead around this until I lovingly communicated from my heart that I could often no longer chat for an hour at any time she felt like it. Instead of getting frustrated with others, practice clear communication from your heart. It always works. Number three, set boundaries for yourself. It's all well and good to set boundaries with your families, family members and team. But what about setting some healthy boundaries for yourself? For me, I need to separate work time and family time. Once I sign off for the day, then I take off my boss lady hat and take time to relax and wind down from the day. Being an entrepreneur and a business owner calls for me to step into my ambitious, stronger energy a little more during the day. Big decisions have to be made, and this requires me to step up. Sometimes I struggle to shake off that business feel when I step away at the end of the day. So I often go and take a bath with magnesium and Epsom salts and coconut oil and slip into some more comfortable clothing. This helps me drop back into my softer side. Another great boundary you can set for yourself and your family is no television in the bedroom. The bedroom is reserved for sleeping and lovemaking only. No eating in bed, no watching TV and definitely no laptops. Your bedroom is your sacred space and needs to be treated that way. On that note, if you're really serious about becoming wildly wealthy, fabulously healthy and bursting with love, I invite you to stop watching reality TV reading trashy mags and listening to talkback radio. They're not serving your higher good. Instead of watching TV, watch inspiring TED Talks online. Instead of reading trashy magazines, read soulful books that inspire you. And instead of listening to talkback radio, try some empowering podcasts. Break the habit and your soul will thank you. Don't let your fear of what other people think of you stop you from following your own heart. One of my clients really wanted to start an online fashion store. She was so passionate about it. You could see the sparkle in her eyes every time she spoke about it. One day, she ran into an old friend at the super shopping mall and they started chatting about what they were each up to. She mentioned her new business idea and how she couldn't wait to get the ball rolling. Her friend almost spat out her coffee and told her opening an online fashion store in this current crowded market was ludicrous. Immediately her heart sank. She cried the whole way home. I got an email from her a few days later saying she decided to dump the whole idea. She cancelled the meeting with a web designer and didn't think there was any point working with me anymore. I called her up and she answered the phone sounding totally defeated. 
She began to give me a list of reasons why the online fashion store was no longer a great idea, repeating her friend's negative opinions and then adding some more on of her own. Sensing that something was really amiss, I told her to close her eyes and take a few big, deep breaths. I then asked her to connect with how she was feeling right then. She said she felt tight, rigid, heavy, defeated, and angry. So then I invited her to envision her online store and how it would feel to have that as her business. How she would feel if that was what she put all her creative energy into each day. She said she felt excited, bursting with energy, with tingling goosebumps all over her body. I reminded her that that was her truth. Her fears were simply getting in the way of her seeing it. She was so excited to be back in touch with her truth that after we got off the phone, she called back her web designer to reschedule their meeting. She later emailed me sharing that all the doubt and fear had come to her when she ran into her old friend at the mall and that she had soaked up all of her friend's negativity. As social creatures, we humans love to be heard. We love to give our opinion about everything, from what toothpaste to buy and which university to attend, through to what diet is best for you and what we think the weather will be like next weekend. But we need to learn to let go of others' opinions. Don't let their stuff get you down. And especially don't let it affect your life or business decisions. Those voices in our head are constantly looking for recognition. Pat on the back, big gold star of approval. I coach my clients to stand strong in their decisions and not to look to me for a high five or a well done every time they've achieved a goal. I want to train them to feel fearless in their choices. This is how you create an amazing life. Men are not taught to have this issue as much. Many of them are therefore better able to make a decision and go for it 100%. It's a trait I am trying to embody more of. I see this a lot with the amazing mothers I've worked with. Motherhood is a whole new world and a great opportunity for those voices to put you through the ringer and do some serious damage. It all starts with the well-intentioned advice about what you should and shouldn't do during pregnancy, then goes into childbirth, then mother's groups, and so on. Everyone wants to add their two cents, and all you're trying to do is trust your intuition. Stay firmly rooted in your beliefs and do what feels right for you. Remember, as a mother, what is truly right for you is what's right for your baby too. Stand confident in your choices. Just want to share this quote from Napoleon Hall with you all. The strongest oak of the forest is not the one that is protected from the storm and hidden from the sun. It's the one that stands in the open where it is compelled to struggle for its existence against the winds and rains and the scorching sun. Resilience is the ability to go through adversity in such a way that you come out the other side strengthened and better off for the experience. Being resilient means facing life's difficulties, and there will be some, head on with courage and patience, refusing to back down and play the victim. Resilience is hearing those voices in your head and saying, I hear you, but I'm not willing to let you win. It's scary, 
it takes serious courage. But this is exact quality that allows someone to rebound quickly from hardship, misfortune or trauma with insight and growth. Being resilient takes practice and courage. Resilience is not something we are born with. It is something that is developed and strengthened as we grow and experience life. To build your resilience muscle, you must regularly put yourself in the arena to battle it out. Playing it safe by getting cosy with the voices in your head and sticking to your comfort zone won't cut it. The opposite of being resilient is feeling powerless and victimised, which I felt for many years. When you're in that space, it's easy to lean toward unhealthy coping mechanisms like drugs, alcohol, excessive exercising habits, harmful relationships or unhealthy, unhealthy eating habits. On top of all that, when we feel like helpless victims, we allow those voices to take over and totally run the show. I've certainly become more resilient over the years, but I've had to work at it. It's an ongoing process and can take a lot of ballsiness, but it has made a massive difference in my life. Here are some great ways to build your resilience muscle. Flex your self-love muscle daily. By doing this, you're enhancing your ability to bounce back. Do something each day from your self-love menu. By doing this, you're less likely to fall victim to your circumstances. Take time for stillness. Meditation twice a day helps you cultivate an inner groundedness, perfect at times when life throws you those curveballs. Get connected and ask for support. Have a solid support network around you is imperative to help you bounce back from life's curveballs. You could even start seeing a coach to support you in moving through the adversity. Or try telling three of your closest friends or family members that you need a little extra support and love. Remember, asking for help is not a sign of weakness. Suffering alone in silence is though. Get crystal clear on your mission. Knowing your purpose and mission in life allows you to keep everything in perspective during times of adversity. Accept what is. You cannot change what has happened in the past, but you can choose not to let it affect you anymore. By consciously accepting the letting go, you automatically free yourself from carrying this baggage with you into the future. Yes, some things will be easier to let go of than others. And you may need differing amounts of support and guidance for the harder times, but start to make the conscious effort within yourself to let go and go from there. Look for the deeper lesson. There is a hidden message in every circumstance. Our job is to find it. Allow yourself to feel the heartache or whatever feelings arise, but also ask yourself, what did I learn throughout this experience? Use the past as a tool of creation and not a weapon of mass destruction. Get deep sleep. When you're tired, you're an easy target for those voices in your head. Allow yourself more sleep than usual to help with the healing process. Move your body. Doing yoga, Pilates or walking in nature has incredible physical and emotional benefits. It releases endorphins, which are the feel-good hormones, in the body which diminish the perception of pain. 
nourish your temple. In times of adversity, you must up the ante with your nutrition. Nourish yourself with fresh whole foods and filtered water to help support your body and nervous system. Remember, resilience is a muscle that needs to be worked. It's all about stepping up and standing strong instead of falling victim to those voices in your head. You have the power to choose how you respond to all situations in your life. Not your mum, your partner, or those voices in your head. You. So next time life throws a curveball, put on your resilience raincoat and know that on the other side of the discomfort is always growth. I used to play the victim role very well. Like, almost an Oscar-worthy level. Because I struggled with how to deal with my feelings. Whenever sadness, anger or frustration arose within me, I didn't really know how to deal with them. So I simply addressed, suppressed them. As you now know, this is not the best idea. I was always searching for the tools to deal with my feelings, but never found anything that clicked. Until one day, I came up with the pity party dance-off. Having a pity party dance-off allows you to express feelings fully and then let them go. Let me share with you how it works. Step one, whenever any unsettling feelings or emotions arise, immediately allow yourself to feel it. Go to a private room, the bathroom, a separate room at your work or even your kitchen pantry. Any private spot where you can be alone and fully express yourself will work just fine. Step two, once you enter the room, put a timer on for, say, 10 to 15 minutes, depending on the severity of your feelings. You can use your phone for this. Step three, once the timer starts, allow yourself to fully express how you're feeling in the moment. Maybe you need to cry, scream into a pillow, punch the air vigorously, jump up and down, shake out your entire body, or simply sit in complete stillness and just breathe deeply. Just note, you intuitively know exactly what to do in that moment. Tune in and listen to your heart and body. Step four, fully feel and express yourself until the timer goes off. Step five, once the timer goes off and you have fully allowed yourself to feel and express everything inside you, place your hands over your heart and repeat this to yourself. Using your own name. I'll use mine in this situation. Kirsty, I love you and you are safe. You can now let this go and move on. Step six. Then blast out your favourite upbeat track on your phone. I love something like Rihanna's Diamonds. It always makes me feel like a superstar. Katy Perry's Raw or anything by Beyonce. You might want to make even your playlist for when you need it. Proceed to dance your heart out. Even get bonus points if you sing along as loudly as possibly you can. But you might want to not want to do this if you're at work. But nevertheless, this will instantly snap you out of your funk. I personally have found this to be the absolute best technique for allowing myself to quickly move through feelings and not waste a whole day, week, or even a month having a pity party for myself like I used to. Because let's face it, Stuff is always going to come up in our lives. But this technique allows you to fully feel it. Then let it go and move on. 
So let's recap the key takeaways from the show about your gift to the world. Never underestimate the potency and power of simply being you. Remember, everyone has an opinion, and that's okay. What other people think of you is none of your business. Don't let your fear of what other people think of you stop you from following your heart. Resilience means addressing those voices in your head and saying, I hear you, but I'm not willing to let you win. Being resilient takes practice and courage. And most importantly of all, asking for help is not a sign of weakness. Suffering alone in silence is. I would love you to join me again next Saturday at 10 a.m. Queensland time for the next edition of Thoughts, Action, Success, where we will talk about dropping the F-bomb like it's hot. I currently have some limited vacancies for new coaching clients and wanted to offer the opportunity to my show viewers and listeners first. If you're interested in finding out more about coaching and if it could work for you, then I'd love to talk to you and have a complimentary, no obligation discovery session so you can experience it for yourself. All my contact details are available on my Facebook page or on my website, kirstyjohnston.com. In the meantime, join me in the Thoughts, Action, Success Facebook group for exclusive access to further inspo action from this and previous episodes of the show. Have a fantastic week, rest of the weekend and we'll talk again soon.